to Walk Together Fiercely podcast. We are so happy to have you here and a part of our deeply valued community of light warriors. Today we are joined by a very special guest and a dear friend. Michelle Gieselman is a beautiful soul who has worn many hats through her life and who still continues to grow and thrive and to say yes to life in so many ways. Michelle has been a fitness and dance instructor, a massage therapist, a shamanic practitioner and healer. She is an intuitive and a medium. She is a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and an absolutely radiant and beautiful human. To be in her presence is surrounded in love, light, and joy. And the sparkle in her eye lets you know that she is real, authentic, playful, sassy, and just so full of love. And I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation. Today we speak about the journey of loving and accepting yourself, owning your age, acknowledging your wisdom, loving your body, and amazing self-care. This is women learning from women. This is discarding the toxicity and supporting one another as cheerleaders, saying yes to yourself and thriving in your life. We had so much fun. Before we begin, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at walktogetherfiercely and take a moment to send this episode to a friend or a family member or to share this with someone you know in your life that just needs a little bit of a boost. Thank you so much for giving us a five-star rating and leaving us a glowing written review. We so appreciate you. And so now let's get to it. Let's walk together fiercely through aging with grace and loads of self-love. Hello, everybody. We I so wish we'd been recording our conversation earlier this morning. Hey, Tara, because we are sitting here with the lovely Michelle Gieselman, and we've just been having such a fun conversation about life and women and authenticity and the freedom that we all need. Yeah, yeah. I already feel lifted and lighter. So I we, know. we need to get those uh, pre-chat pearls on the microphone. I know, I know. So we just hit record. So Michelle, we're so happy to have you here. Well, thank you. I'm very happy to be here. This is very exciting and a little nerve wracking, but, <laughs> but it's also uh, very exciting. Yeah. And thank you for inviting me. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Michelle is a very uh, old and dear friend of mine. Uh, we go back a long ways now. I've known each other for Oh, 20 oh, plus at least, years at least yes at least exactly yes. and done some shamanic training work together and uh michelle uh is incredible intuitive and uh you used to do uh massage and healing and intuitive work readings and things like that yes and you put that aside to spend time doing whatever you want well i yes and <laughs> I, um, we were talking about freedom and, uh, I had bought myself a brand new Honda 2009 in 2009, drove it out of the showroom. And I thought that was the car that was going to be with me forever and ever and ever. Anyway, I just ended up buying a, a beautiful SUV, uh, Nissan car and I've called it freedom because you call it, your car freedom I do because <laughs> with my little Honda I'm I've always been a very good driver but I was always I, I don't know I didn't feel that confident in this car I well it talks to me all the time because it's beeping and I, I rub its little its big dash and I think it's a he she I can't figure out if it's a if it's a female car or a he car <laughs> it's a they right now but because yeah. my other car in the snow was terrible I couldn't I couldn't uh, drive it in the winter. So this this one is just saying, it's okay, Michelle, I'll take care of you. And I just, so that's that's my um, feeling of freedom is this beautiful new vehicle. So congrats. Yes. It <laughs> takes me everywhere. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Well, we've been having just the most beautiful conversation about uh, particularly women, how we see ourselves, the self-talk that we have inside, and what we would really like people to know as true. And I love this because we are all different generations of women, and 
yet all coming from the same space, mm -hmm. having the same kinds of experiences, you know, whether that be in different ways, and going through some of the same kind of internal dialogues, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I wonder if we could start, Michelle, with you sharing um, just a little bit about um, what you were saying when you when you were speaking to us about having somebody on the massage table and what you felt about their body, like in terms of it being such a temple. Could I ask you to share that? Yes, you you could. Um, yeah, it was I, it was such an honor that people wanted to come and and have a massage, and uh, I, I the ambiance that I created and wanted it was like. I wanted them to feel like they were stepping into a warm bath and being totally taken care of. And like I was saying before, I had a few people say, oh, Michelle, I didn't come because I, I felt I should lose weight before I come or, or I'm self-conscious of my body. And I would always kind of take a s step back in, in my thinking and thinking, isn't that interesting? Because what I see on the table is this beautiful temple. And it's almost like the body would speak to me and say, could you, could you treat me really nicely today <laughs> and mm. communicate to my, uh, my inhabitant that lives inside me that uh, I, I'm, we are both doing the best we can. Mm. And um, they, yeah, they're just they're these beautiful temples that we live in and we have to take care of them. And like Tara was saying earlier, we... We're so focused on, like she was saying, you know, are our, our lips puffy enough? Are we slim enough? Are we dressing fine? We're, we're so distracted by our outer appearance that we forget about that wonderful inner uh, wisdom that we have inside us. And when we really take the time to ask ourselves, or even there's a... There's a um, a method that I've used, it's called left-hand, right-hand uh, writing. And you take your least, um, your dominant hand, and you write the question. Like you want a question answered, so you write the question down. And then you take the pen in your least dominant hand, and don't even worry about how it prints or doesn't print, and print the answer. And it's astounding what will come out of that, wow. of your inner wisdom. And I use it a lot. And I'm just like, oh, I never, I never thought of thinking of it that way. Or so it's, um, yeah, it's, it's quite a, it's so simple. That's amazing. I've, I've never, never tried that. I've never yeah. heard of it. That's oh, I'm going to be doing that later, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what yeah. are some of the nuggets that you that come from within? Do you, is there anything popping out at well, you immediately? Of <laughs> right now, uh, well, when when we were we had gone to my my old school friend uh, who has passed away now, but he was living in Mexico. And I always wanted to go to Mexico. Anyway, he invited us down, and we, we went and stayed for a month. And partway through the month, I was feeling very – he didn't make me feel uncomfortable, my friend at all, him and his wife. They were very, very welcoming. I was starting to feel that maybe we'd overstayed our welcome. So I, I went for a walk in amongst the cactus, and I sat down, and I did a left-hand, right-hand. And my guide, I felt, came to me, and he said – your friend loves you very much. He wants you here. You've spent a lot of money on this trip. If you get on the plane now and go home, you're going to be home. And you've missed out on the remaining days that are here. Enjoy. You are supposed to be here. It just it was so, I, I can't remember everything, of course, word for word, but it, it just absolutely calmed me down. And I thought, okay, thank you. That, that makes mm. sense. So... And I've, I've used, and of course, right now, I think of other examples. <laughs> even Well, even dreams. Um, and I haven't done it for a while, and I need to start doing it again. Uh, really confusing dreams to do that method. It's amazing what comes to you from doing with the less dominant hand. I love that. So it, Do you uh, think that we forget about our inner wisdom? We do. Yeah. We do. Because, well, what do you think? Well, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah. Like we're very um, influenced by, well, like to go back to Tara, what she said, we're very distracted and we're very influenced on the outside world, which makes us more self-conscious of our, of our outsideness. And we forget about that beautiful wisdom that we have inside because we all have it. We all go to, we, we like to get readings and channeling done and they're all wonderful. 
But I would say to people, you can do this too. Like we all have that ability. We are blessed yes. with that gift. And we don't trust ourselves. And, and trusting ourselves is the biggest thing. Yeah. I think it's the biggest lesson in this lifetime is to trust who you are, trust what you think, trust how you feel, like the whole feeling thing. Trust how you feel. It means something. Mm -hmm. And yes, so. That is beautiful. Nail, hammer, hit it on the head. (laughs) You nailed it. (laughs) The cooking show. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's amazing. I do think that we forget about that inner wisdom and don't tap into it quite enough as we should. And I think that... um, like, have you found that it has been easier through your life to do that? Or do like, was it hard for you when you were younger? I know for me, it was very hard. I, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, oh, I mean, I'm definitely <clears throat> on the other end of my life spectrum. But I don't feel inside, I don't feel any different age wise as I did when I was a young mom. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was doing, you know, dancing, teaching fitness, I feel the same. And when I, when I do see myself in the mirror, I think, oh, my goodness, uh, there you are. <laughs> but that's not who I, who I feel I am or who I, um, that I feel that I look like. And I always thought, well, when I get older, um, I'll have all the answers and it'll be so much easier. And if mm. I want to do something, I'll do it. Well, I hate to break it to you, but it's it's not that easy. I um, mean, you're still if if you have any kind of vibrancy about you, in your in your body and in your life, you're always going to want to do better. Um, to sit back and kind of just oh well, this is my life. This is this is how I am now. I'm not going to reach out anymore. I personally can't do that. I don't and think you should. No, and don't do that. No, I think that I think I think that one of the great questions you can ask yourself is, "Am I a little bit better today?" Yes, than I was yesterday, yes. right? So that it is yes. continuous momentum forward. That you are continually growing, evolving, yeah. stretching, saying and, yes to things. And you won't even if you become ninety nine years old, you won't have all the answers. No, and you won't be this great wise person sitting in the rocking chair. Well, you know, you won't. It will always be. You'll always be trying, striving, I guess, is what I'm Love trying to that. say. I You're think always, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we take on human form, uh, this is not an easy walk to be human. And as you know, I used to say, well, um, uh, we, we're uh, spiritual beings having a human experience. And when that was said to me, I thought, oh, so yes, we, it's, it's like when you, um, when you're swimming and you're floating and you're and you're you weigh nothing and then you come out of the water and you feel so heavy because you're back on the soil and i think that must be how it feels when you come from wherever we come and we take on human form and think oh my gosh this is heavy yes. <laughs> being in a body is very heavy yeah and and uh, it comes with an ego it oh yes <laughs> an ego is interesting because over the years, it was advised that, you know, squash your ego, don't, don't listen to your ego. Well, I don't agree with that because your ego keeps you safe. Yeah. If, if you didn't have an ego, you'd be jumping off mountains and Correct. being doing like, so the ego, it's just that you, and how you become friends with it, I'm not sure. But don't squash it because it's, it's important yeah. to have an ego. Yeah, it gets you of, up out of bed in the It morning. does. It gets you out of bed in the yeah, morning. Yeah, reminds Absolutely. you to eat. Yeah. yeah. Put some clothes on. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> like those horrible naked dreams that you have in the, when, it, when it's daytime and it's real life. You know, put the clothes on. You're not going to be trying to catch a bus without your pajama bottoms on. Whatever horrible dream comes in, we think, why did I not get dressed before I left the house? <laughs> Don't do that in real life. Listen to your ego. You need clothes. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love that. You ladies are just bursting my bubble. I thought it gets easier as we... (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, the thing of it is, I mean, when you're you're at a certain age and you're young and your body's young and your children are young and you're you're just, you're you're usually on with everything. And then you, you, you know, your children grow up 
your nieces who absolutely adore you and think you're wonderful, um, you've become, you know, they've become older now, so you're not sort of like the, they're quite their hero anymore. Um, so these are things that, that I'm struggling with right now. And as I get older, um, I kind of sometimes feel I'm looking on the outside looking in instead of being being right in the core of everything. And that's something for me for aging, I've had to... Uh, step back and say, oh, it's okay. They, they, they still love you, but they don't need you. Same with your own children. They don't need you as much mm-hmm. as they did. And is that ego? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then your body changes, of course. Mm-hmm. And, uh, gravity. So, gravity and <laughs> <laughs> all of that. Goddamn gravity. Yes. <laughs> I was just thinking that last night. I was like, thank you, gravity, for holding me to the earth. Yes. Please leave my eyelids alone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Because I'm kind of at that age, like, I'm 36, so I'm raising young kids, and I look out at my profession, so we're in British Columbia, Canada, and as a naturopathic doctor, we've got aesthetics in our scope of practice if you do the training, so there's a lot of doctors doing Botox and lip injections and all these um, enhancing modalities, and I can see around that a lot of people are choosing them at my age, Mm -hmm. and I'm... You know, we've just walked through a pandemic and the grays are coming in more. Mm-hmm. My face is like, it's, I can see myself changing. So I feel like I'm at that cusp of, do we kind of resist it? And when we, we talked about this episode of aging gracefully, what came to me was grace is almost this lack of resistance and fight. Like mm-hmm. instead of swimming up yeah. the river, let's float and drift. And, and there are things in our control that we can do. We can kind of meander this way, meander that way, but to me, I'm like, we're not going to fight it. It's a gift to age. And honestly, Michelle, as you come today, I'm like, the radiance. And I aspire like to be beautiful with lines. And so I aging mm-hmm. gracefully to me is embracing, mm-hmm. embracing my body and, and maintaining this relationship of love with it. But I can tell it's not going to be mm-hmm. completely easy. Yeah. I love seeing, like, if I was to think about what a L'Oreal cover girl of, you know, somebody that you would, you know, admire and aspire or that would inspire you, it is you, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. A hundred percent. Like, that's, it's so true. It's That's so, so true. I just think that it's so... One of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is because you inspire me and that you. you really do, um, like, I don't know how to put it into words, Tara. Well, you but said it to me that yeah. when you think of aging gracefully, she is all that you think of. Yeah. because you're so vivacious, you say yes to life, you follow your joy, you do the things that you love, you're still trying and learning new things. Honestly, I just think that it doesn't get better than that. I think that that's spectacular. Well, the one thing I've learned, um, it was a huge learning curve for me when after my husband had, you know, hit the terrible stroke and, and I felt, and sometimes I do, sometimes I feel stuck, sometimes I feel like I'm trapped. But what I had to do is, and we were always told, live in the present moment. Um, like, well, tomorrow will be better. Tomorrow will be better. Tomorrow I'll be thinner. Tomorrow I'll get a nicer outfit or, or whatever. Tomorrow mm-hmm. I'll eat less. And I thought, no, this is where we are. My husband and I are in this situation. This is where I am. And I have to accept that the best of my ability, living in the present moment, is not easy. But let's let go of worrying about tomorrow. Let's not try not worry about yesterday. And let's make today the best day we can. And Mm. find out pockets of, like in the hospital, I I really enjoyed going down and and Jesse's there. He owns a coffee shop and he'd have my decaf coffee ready for me. And I'd go down and have a coffee. And that would be my kind of thing I would look forward to. Having something during your day to um, that brings you joy, that it can be just little. It can be sitting like Michelle's beautiful tea that she's there. I thought, oh, she has tea. That's so wonderful. I was very excited about that. So finding the joy. And my girlfriend did say to me once, she said, you find joy in the smallest you things. Do. And I And I do. It's so true. And, and it's and, and it's important to, to do that. And don't mm-hmm. feel embarrassed about it. Like, it, embrace it. Mm-hmm. And find that nugget. If you can find that nugget during the day, and I know I sometimes, woo, boy, it's hard to find. Um, 
whatever, you know, I like to walk. Some people don't like to walk. So, so do something. Um, mm-hmm. There's a tree I have on my walk that I go and see sometimes. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Find that nugget that will bring you some peace, bring you a bit of, um, bring you some energy so that you can continue on. And supper's here. you got to make the supper. Find that nugget to keep you going. Mm-hmm. So it's so it, because life can become really drudgy. Yeah. And boring. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, if I have to do this one more day, I, I don't think I can do this. It doesn't have to be like that. And I know I have to tell myself that. I have to remind myself it doesn't have to be like that. Find that nugget. Find whatever it gives you a bit of joy. Mm. And it doesn't have to be expensive or anything. So, Beautiful. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I sincerely feel for me that I wear my age like a badge of honor. I'm 53. I'm fucking proud of that. I think I look fucking amazing. I have, you know, I'm, I'm not sad about being 53. One of the things, though, for me that has come forward is things that I would maybe tell my younger self because I can see times in my life when I was younger where I maybe put energy in much more so than I needed to where I shouldn't have or could have made a different choice. For me in particular, I'm going to say this is around people pleasing. And that I, if I had any messages to tell my younger self, it would be like, don't waste your time. Um, People who are toxic and negative are showing you who they are, and they're never going to change. So stop trying to make it something it's never going to be. And or wishing that it was something different, because it just isn't it is what it is. And I know that now. I didn't know that then. And Mm. I would bend over backwards trying to please people or make people happy or just please like me, you know, give me Mm -hmm. any kind of positive reinforcement. And it was never going to come. And I have been able to shed some of those people from my life now. And I'm such a much happier human not Mm -hmm. trying to do those kinds of dances and relationships. Yeah, I love that. Because sometimes like I can look back at pictures of myself in my 20s and think, why are you being so hard on yourself? You were so great. So a softness for me when I am being hard on myself now, is I think what would your 50 or 60 year old self say to you now? Mm. And that feels soft to me. I feel like your 50 or 60 year old self say probably that I'm doing a great job. It's just hard. Mm. But when I feel like I'm failing, I'm not doing enough. I all these inadequacies. I think you're going to look back on a picture of you at 36 and think, oh, you are great, mm. right? I do. It, it softens my heart. I don't think that I'll look back with the judgments that I currently can sit with or get stuck in. Mm. So it, it kind of lifts me out of that and I can be gentler on myself. I love that. What about well, you, Michelle? Well, it's interesting. In my generation, uh, if you weren't married by the time you were 19, 20, you, Jesus. You, you, the big fear would you be an old maid. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's in the 60s, you know. Yeah. And so I was married uh, when I was, well, when I had Therese, I was 24. And I felt very old. And when I was pregnant with Tiffany, when I turned 30, my, my third beautiful daughter, I was embarrassed to be pregnant because I figured I was way too old. Get and out. yes, I know. Aww. So then the 40s were, I thought, oh, I'm 40 now. So they were kind of because we'd moved into Kamloops and I was teaching fitness at this really popular fitness place, which was great. And then I turned 50. Oh my gosh. I thought I have come this far and I'm still doing really good. And my fifties were amazing. Sixties, a little different. There was stuff going on in my life. And as I was telling Michelle and uh, Tara that my seventies, I'm in my seventies now, actually I'm going to be 77 (laughs) in March. Uh, they feel like my 50s. Oh, I love this. So listening to you say that you had let go of a lot of people pleasing and obviously looking after Michelle and not everybody else, um, it has made your life better. And I'm sure that's what's helped helped me as well. Mm. Be with people who appreciate you and love you. And the, and the rest don't, they just don't count. They don't matter. They just don't. No. No, they just don't. Yeah. So, and I don't know if you want me to segue into um, what women... You take take it away, Michelle. Because uh, we were talking about, uh, well, self. Well, we weren't talking about self-esteem, but this is all about self-esteem. Um, one of the things that, um, oh, I'm not going to be able to think of her name, uh, Gloria Steinem, 
in her Revolution from Within, her book that I read a long, long time ago, she said, um, our, our, our jails are full of people with low self-esteem. Mm. And she said, this is something that we need to look at with our children and our people from a very young age and, and help them with their self-esteem because that's what gets a lot of people into trouble. And yourself, you feel much better about who you are with, with or without um, these different people in your life. That's right. And we were talking about wardrobe and, and what women wear. And when you watch the TV shows, I mean, they're, some of them are so thin, they must take, I don't know what size they would wear. And high heels, they wear high heels everywhere. They're, even when they're outside in the snow, they're wearing high heels. And it's been proven that high heels make a woman feel very unbalanced. So she's not really having a solid foundation. And this is just an, one example. But they're encouraged because they look sexy. They make your leg look slim. They look great. But they're tough to walk in. I mean, men, when they dress up as women and walk in high heels, it's hilarious. They don't, they can't. Mm-hmm. But women are trained to walk in these shoes. And that's just one example of how we try to please the world yeah. instead yeah. of looking after what's yeah. comfortable for us. Yeah. And my daughter... She had these great, for her uh, 50th birthday, Saturday night I was talking about, and she had this gorgeous, lovely dress. She was so beautiful. And she had these great, big, clunky pink shoes. And she said, oh, Mom, they don't match. I said, honey, girls now, they'll wear running shoes with their grad dresses or their wedding dress. And you see girls with short little dresses in these great big kind of hiking boots things. It looks great. Nobody cares. It's awesome. So I said, anyway, so so when she went dancing, she brought her running shoes <laughs> to wear it. with her dress. I like that smart girl. It's my yeah. kind of that's my actually, kind of partying. Actually, what was really, really cool is um, there's what well, she's still selling roses, I guess. This ro- uh, flower lady used to come to the bars all the I time. Remember I that. remember yeah, that. And she's still there. Oh, and huh. they were at the Blue Grotto. And she, she came home with this huge bouquet of roses that girls had bought for her and brought them up to her and said, you look so beautiful. Aww. And I went, oh, my gosh, that's wonderful. Oh, yeah, to be lifting each other up. Because yeah. yeah. I think we can yeah. have Don't that. you think we need to? Yes. Yeah. And, like, that old stigma even that, like, pain is beauty. And, and you think of what we put ourselves through or some people choose to put themselves through with, like, mm-hmm. waxing and tweezing and surgery and needling and, like, all these things to... I don't think it has to be painful (laughs) to be beautiful. (laughs) No, I think there's so much more to it than that for me Mm -hmm. anyway, because for me, I don't know if it's just maybe because the way I walk through the world, like, you know, being a little bit clairvoyant and seeing it's, it's the spark in a person. It's the light in a person. It's the heart of a person. It's who they are as a being that really, I think really makes a whole picture of beauty and you can tell when somebody's spark is a little bit dimmed for example Mm -hmm. um, or a little bit low or they're needing a little bit of TLC kind of thing or you can tell even sometimes where someone is choosing to have a spark that is a little bit different so maybe theirs is full of fear and anger or something like that and it wears differently on a person's physique that whole energy and I think that when you are giving yourself you know, approval, hopefully some nice internal messages and things like that. You can literally see it in an energy, in an aura, in a physique, because it carries a really beautiful light with it. Yeah, it's interesting. When I was in Mexico, because I'm because I'm the oldest of of family, I always well, very outgoing and very gregarious. And and, um, so being in Mexico and learning the language, I it really does change you because the communication. But I realized, anyway, so it was interesting. Um, I just, I mean, I had fun and I was, but I was, I was, it was quiet. I wasn't my usual kind of like, you know, boisterous self. So then I came home and then we had a get together with the group last Monday night at the potluck. Oh my gosh. I, I couldn't sleep that night. It was so amazing. And all the next day I was just fired, but they, and I was, very happy to have them in my home and 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 have them all there but again um i was just i just sat and enjoyed it and i thought that was a whole new thing for me 
And I thought, I don't have to, like you're saying, people please, I guess, you know, be, mm-hmm. be more flamboyant, be, be this, be that. And I, I just kind of soaked up everything. And oh my gosh, it was amazing. And I mm. thought, hey, I can do this, you know. And you see people, they sit very quietly in their chair and people gravitate to them. They mm-hmm. want to talk to them. And you think, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that made any Drawn sense. To no, the light. Perfect Drawn to sense. the light. Well, yeah. I, think yeah. that it, I think that it's, it's, again, that's an energetic thing. It's something that can't be explained with words, but something that could be felt within. Yes. Where you're gravitated towards maybe like somebody who's grounded and centered. And centered. And, you're and just not needing to be. To be the perform, anything. Yeah. Perform. Yeah. Perform or yeah. be the entertainment or yeah. keep the conversation going or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this is honestly at its core a really beautiful conversation about authenticity and the permission and freedom to just be your authentic self and to unravel a little bit from the cultural um, uh, expectations sometimes, uh, the cultural kinds of things that we're set up with in terms of how you should look, how you should feel, what you should be doing, you know, what you should be reading, listening to, or any of those things where, you know, being more in the flow of wherever you are in that moment is much more authentic. Well, when you say authenticity, I think lately Gabor Maté has been talking a lot about when we're young, you get authenticity or attachment, and we will often give up our authenticity for that attachment. And I think that when we can get this healing here around our attachment wounds and we can have belonging and connection and all these things, then we can really have that authenticity. And that's where to me a freedom comes Mm. because we don't need to look a certain way, be a certain way. Our worth, our value, our identity is not tied to our external beauty. And I really think that's where the heart of a lot of this dysfunction nowadays is, is if we're so distracted worrying about how the world perceives us or how we look and we spend our time, energy, money, all in that, it's really disempowering. And I think it's keeping women distracted. So then they're not in their full power to put that oomph, that time, that money, that energy Mm. into things that are really soul filling, because we're kind of just chasing our tail trying to look like we did when we were in our 20s. Yeah. Right? Running in your high heels instead of your running shoes. Right? <laughs> I'm way faster in my Chuck Taylor sneakers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the thing that I, wa- I wanted to say was, <clears throat> and I struggled with this, is that somebody said, well, just be yourself. I honestly don't know who that is. I, I, I find that, I think, well, well who is that? Mm-hmm. Is it the one that, like when we were, for Andrea's, we were at the Earl's, we had the a place to our, you know, the outside place. And I welcomed everybody in and made them feel welcome. And that, and that's who, who I am. But, but I'm not like that all the time. So I think, okay, well, then who, like, how do you discover? Be yourself. Like, who is that? I find that one a tough one. Yes. Even I have, at this age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have felt lost there where it's like, what do I want or what do I need or who am I? And then you go, oh, I don't know. But I think that's so such a cool place to be in because once I hit that, I don't know, it was an invitation to facilitate that relationship, to start to get to know myself. What do I like? What do I want? And mm-hmm. what I'm learning in that self-discovery is I am all of it. And I am whoever shows up that day. Maybe today I'm a bit anxious. Maybe another day I'm more grounded. Maybe today I'm irritable and all these different complex nuances to the different types of me like I can be sarcastic and cheeky I can be incredibly empathic I can be a touch of narcissist I think sometimes like it's we're all all of it and I think it's loving love this the different versions of yourself and maybe we put too much effort into trying to figure out who am I that that's something we can pin down but it's like nailing jello to a wall because we are so fluid in who we are excellent that really, it really clears does. it up for me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it totally does. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because you can't be the same every day. And why Why am I not feeling great today? And I was yesterday. There's many factors. Sleep, food, not enough water. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Oh, many, yeah. Many, many factors. Different stressors yeah. and different mm-hmm. environments. And that's the beauty of humans is we are so adaptable to all these different. Yes. But yeah. 
So who am I? It's just I am, I guess. I am. And it can be in flow. And it can be one day really full of energy and one day not. That's so okay. Yeah, and different decade to decade. Like we That's do right. transform yeah. and change. And yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's very complex. But probably also very simple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will we ever figure it out? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What are the messages that you would tell I think about this for me, like what I would tell my younger self, um, uh, what else would you tell, like, what would you love, I guess, for women in particular to know the most? Well, I think Tara kind of uh, summed it up there looking at herself. I mean, myself, I look at pictures of myself and I, 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 th- I think, why are we, again, like, why were you so worried about, I think it. I would tell my younger self because Tara said it so well. What you had just said. I mean, we are. It's kind of like nailing jello to the wall. We do. We evolve. We flow. We're energy. Um, we're a soul that will never die. We're, and we've taken on human form. I mean, that's huge. Mm-hmm. And we'll never usually actually figure that out until we leave the planet and we think, oh, that's what that was all about. Um, Again, find I think take it day day by day. Don't think about how I'm. Oh, I don't want to get old. What what I'm gonna like when I'm eighty? It's gonna be horrible. Don't go there. Take it day by day. Try and live the, in the present moment and enjoy and find that nugget. Mm-hmm. And whatever age you are. That's and beautiful. you spoke earlier so, to growth, and I think that that's like you have a like in nature. If the tree is growing, that is that's life that's alive and you say like I aspire to grow and to change and to learn and I think when that spark isn't there that's the start of the decay right yes we're not yes. so I like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah one of the things that I love and I've always thought was so amazing about you Michelle is that you always say yes to life like in ways have <laughs> Even you though my heart yeah <laughs> hammers yes that's what I wanted to ask you have you ever been afraid to say yes to things that you've tried that are new well, yes. Um, when Malavika was here, she wanted me to, um, I was asked to speak at the breath integration. Yes. And and public speaking is terrifying for me. And I do do a, a relatively good job, but I, I don't like it. And she said, Michelle, you, you have to do it. And so she did. She talked me into doing it. And, and it was successful. And then they asked me again, which was like, oh, no. <laughs> so I went, you know, a few times. But well, when I was learning to ride a motorcycle, I mean, I was terrified, but I definitely wanted to do it. I wanted to learn so badly, oh. and unfortunately, I crashed it, and I, I lost my nerve. But Bob would say, okay, we're going to ride, and I'd think, oh, I need to get my bike out, and get it started for me, and get the helmet on, and I, my heart would just be pounding, my legs would be shaking. But I got on that bike, and we'd, where we live, we'd go where the apartments are and where the, old tra- the vintage train is parked. And we would practice there. I mean, afterwards, I was just on such a high. I would be so excited. And and before I, I did crash it, which was really unfortunate, we were out at Mission Flats. I had done a really difficult turn. I felt really good. And we were riding along, and I thought, this is what it's like. This is what it's like. This is what I imagined riding a bike would be like. I was so excited. Unfortunately, I missed a corner. And um, anyway, I, I, I was okay. I did get a terrible cut but it it frightened me and I didn't go back but but yeah I I did it and I tried to go back skiing I I skied as a young woman you did every time I got off the chair I would fall and I I went one whole summer winter and I thought okay no we won't be doing this anymore but yeah I have forced myself to do stuff that I've been terrified to do Mm -hmm. and I'm and I'm glad I did but I may not continue to do them but I did it. Oh, yeah, but you did it. Yeah, you said it. yes anyway. That's exactly. that's what it's about is yeah. the, the part where you say yes. Yes. <laughs> it's inspiring. Yeah. It's absolutely. like the movie. Uh, the, the Yes Man with, um, oh, I can't, um, I can't think of his name. Anyway, it's I've, uh, Malavika said, watch that movie, Michelle, because he, <laughs> he has some kind of spell on him, and he says yes to everything. So, But I don't think I'd go that far. Oh, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. 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 I think that's a really important part, though, of growth, right? Yes. And that we come for those experiences of falling in the snow and... Yeah, for sure. Okay, could we ask you some rapid-fire questions? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Michelle's favorite. I know we love rapid-fire. Oh, so um, what 
what is for Michelle, what is the most way you can have fun, like, on the spot? Well, for me, it's music. Music. Absolutely. Yeah. love music. And I love music. I love music. Have it in my car all the time. I don't always play it in, in the house. But um, dancing for me to uh, like a Bob Seger or whatever, to me is the epitome of absolute joy. Dancing. Oh, love I it. Love, love that. it. Yep. I love that. So. Um, what is your favorite food? I love, well, breakfast has to be my favorite food. So probably, I know, yeah. I love breakfast. So, and I haven't been having toast because it, you know, it's carbs. Oh, no. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> the <laughs> <Right>? devil. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, a, a scrambled egg and toast and coffee probably is my favorite meal. Oh, I love that. I know. <laughs> Very fun. <laughs> Excellent. Where's your favorite place that you've traveled? It has to be Mexico. I mean, I've been to Peru. I've been to um, uh, England. Europe, yeah. And I've gone to El Salvador, which was lovely. I, and I did love that. We have a hotel in, in Cabo. We've made friends with the staff. Um, we've made friends with the people in the market. It's absolutely my favorite place to go. Oh, to I me, when that. I go there, it's like it's like an altered state. It's like I've gone to, I thought, if this is what heaven is like, I, I'm there. Like, it's just wonderful. The beach is right there. I can walk every day. There's these beautiful black, shiny rocks to the left. It's quite a long walk, but they've been all shined up from, from the waves and the tide coming in and out. And, oh, I just I love it. I love the smell of Mexico. Mm. I love the smell. Yes. How do you unwind and get into a grounded state? Like, what helps you to feel really settled and peaceful? Well, it used to be <laughs> that I would go and have a coffee and a muffin. That was my way of, and I'll probably do that today too, <laughs> but going, <laughs> going for a coffee, having, having a, a, a coffee and just sitting by myself uh, when I would ride my bike, not my motorcycle, but my mo um, uh, uh, bicycle. Pedal bike. Yeah. Pedal bike, yeah. I would stop downtown uh, somewhere and I would park my bike and I would have a coffee and I would be very happy. So that's a... That's a very happy place for me. That's to be. really lovely self care yeah. too. It is. It is, and yeah. just sit and drink the coffee and look around and, yeah. So that's oh. what I. That's what I'll do after this. I didn't have coffee this morning. I thought I'll save it for be my little treat oh, for me nice. for being so brave <laughs> for being right? so brave. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really good. What makes you most inspired? Well, Jane Fonda is my idol, and, oh, and I Tina love Turner. Her. I ha actually used to sing uh, Tina Turner. I would dress up, well, not like her because I can't look like her, but I'd have high heels on, and I would do "You're the Best" to people if they had a birthday party or whatever. And, and Terry and, and Danny would be my backup ooh -ah girls. Oh my gosh! So, Seriously, uh, T Tina Turner, uh, definitely Jane Fonda. I uh, she's she's a, an amazing woman. Um, and Cher was in my, uh, too, I, she's, I had Cher as well. Um, and, and I know, I mean, Jane, and she says herself, she wouldn't have gotten all the work done that she had. She, she looks at forgotten the name of the movie star she was admiring and she's had no work done. And she said, I wished I had done that. Mm. But yeah, I mean, she's in her eighties mm -hmm. and, uh, and 80 kind of, I'm a little worried about 80. Um, so I look at Jane and I think, okay. Jane's doing it. I can do it. Too. And she's rocking it. And she's rocking it. She absolutely yeah. is. Yeah, I have no yeah. doubts you will either. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. Oh, that's nice. What do you wish most for the world? Oh, self-love. Self-love. Self-esteem. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the ticket. That's our ticket out of this wherever we are right now. Because our, our countries are led... I mean, what's going on in Ukraine? It's led by by the, the ego, but it's an unhealthy ego. Um, and Putin obviously does not feel good about himself, or he wouldn't be doing what he's doing. So, self-esteem for everybody to feel really good about who they are. I think that's what we need. So, to raise keep, our children to yes to be okay with themselves, be okay with themselves, and be mm -hmm. comfortable with themselves. And I, I remember somebody saying that there should be counseling starting in elementary school and I thought well that's weird usually they don't have problems <coughs> until they're teenagers well that's why they're having problems <laughs> they need to look at the problems when they're when they're younger and they're growing up 
and yeah. they're um, yes, so self-esteem for well, everybody. You know what's coming to me right now is a memory of being a young girl, probably newly shaving my legs in my teenage years, and I remember gliding the razor up my leg in the tub and admiring my legs, thinking they were beautiful. Mm. And in that moment, the ego chimed in, no, 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 we're supposed to be criticizing ourselves. So there must be this learned behavior Mm. that I cannot look in the mirror and think, you are radiant, your legs are gorgeous, that I'm supposed to find something about myself that I don't like. So I feel like there is this, this learned thing. So as a parent, I'm very mindful of the way we all speak about our bodies and like what these children pick up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other fear that we have too, as humans, um, <clears throat> as soon as things are going well, be careful because the hammer will fall. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. If everything is going well, I think, well, this, this probably it won't, won't last. last. It yeah. won't last. And so we have that. And where does that come from? Yeah. Like, do we, are we taught that? Do we grow up with that? Yeah, that fear. Hmm. It could be all, and yes, it could be all taken away. Mm -hmm. It could be, but don't worry about it right now. Because it's not right this minute. Because it's taking away the right now. It's not right. How is it at this minute? We are three healthy, beautiful women and we're having a lovely time. Let's enjoy it. And this will be a memory very, very soon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So enjoy it while you're in it. That's right. Yeah. I think that's just yeah. the most, that's, I think that's some of the most profound wisdom that can be shared is be where you are mm-hmm. yeah, and be in it. Be in it. Be in it. You have to be in it. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's happening. I mean, if you're up to your waist in yeah. mud. Which we all have been. We all have been. Um, okay. Okay. So I am. You know, so, so, how, so how do I deal with this? Mm-hmm. How, how do I get out of this? And mm-hmm. don't panic or try not to. Mm-hmm. It's not quicksand. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's never as bad as you think. I know. Truth. It never is. I bought my niece a little. It said, something about worrying does work because whatever we worried about never happens. It was done very profoundly. <laughs> and I bought that for her. I said, here you go, sweetheart, because she's <laughs> such a little worrier. So she probably doesn't even have it anymore. But yeah. Know, yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah. Right I on. love that you find happiness daily in tiny ordinary moments yes yeah that yes. feels really beautiful to me. and it and it's very i don't know if you use the word empowering but it um i really enjoy my own company mm-hmm. i really do i talked to myself like on my walk yesterday i it felt like i'd gone to a counselor <laughs> because i went through a lot of things what was going on and i make sure that people i sometimes i get caught people are behind me i'm thinking oh how long have they been there? And when cars go by, I make sure keep my lips still. But um, yeah, I enjoy my own company, and I I have good advice, and I'm starting uh, to listen to it. So oh my god, yeah, and that's why walking for me is so therapeutic, because I really do. It's like I've had a counseling session with a counselor. That's how I felt when I got home yesterday. Yeah. Well, that is beautiful, Michelle. Thank you so wow. so much Thank for you. sharing. I I don't know about you, Tara, but I am like I'm full of nuggets right now. Today was my first time meeting Michelle, and my heart feels full and like oh, the gratitude you. of this is this is the gratitude of just being together and to co-create and to bounce these loving ideas back and forth. And I just thank you for that gift. Well, thank you for thank you for that saying that and inviting me even though I was terrified as we know <laughs> you said yes anyway <laughs> I said yes anyway <laughs> yeah and we're so glad you so, did thank you thank you wow my heart what a precious gift to be in the presence of Michelle Gieselman I am so grateful for this opportunity to have this conversation to share space, time, ideas, and a cup of tea together is the beautiful nugget for my day. Three women of three different generations coming together for this moment has me filled with gratitude and appreciation more than words can describe. Thank you for being here with us and being a part of this. You can find more of us on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely, 
We love to hear what you loved most about this episode. Please tag us in your post so we can keep this incredible conversation going. Let's continue to walk together fiercely towards a future of self-love, acceptance, growth, and empowerment. Let's continue to see our own beauty and lift each other up. Let us let go of competition, comparison, and tearing each other down. Let us rise and shine our own unique light into the world because the uniqueness of each of us is where our beauty lies. Before we finish with a breath of peace, I want to remind you of the left and right hand writing. This is something Michelle and I will be trying. We would love to hear what comes forward for you. Enjoy, play, and have fun with it. Wishing for you, as you carry on with your day, that it is filled with love, beauty, connection, and happy nuggets. And now, for a breath of peace. Let us sink up to our breath, finding a comfortable position, relaxing our shoulders and our jaw, closing our eyes if that feels comfortable, and let that breath settle down deep into the base of the lungs, down into the belly. And as we pull in that breath, we pull in light, we pull in the life force, we pull in healing. And with each exhale, we let go of what is no longer serving us, letting go of the fear, the judgment, all of the things that hold us down. And as we breathe into that heart center, let us connect deeply with ourself, quiet the mind, and I'm going to ask you a question. Just let whatever rises as your first intuitive answer, let it be. What is the advice that your older self would give you now? What is the advice that you would give to your younger self? What is it that you need most right now? Let's breathe that in. feel drawn to it, you can dig into these questions a bit more with that left and right-handed writing. So let us be cocooned with love as we walk through the rest of our day, knowing that we are perfect, whole and complete, just as we are at this exact age. And so it is. We would love for you to join us on our podcast page on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely. Here we can chat, have community, ask questions, and lots of other extra information that you might not get on our podcast. For more information about us, you can find Dr. Tara on Instagram at Dr. Tara Drummond. For more information about me, Michelle, you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Morrison Medium. All other information about me is on my website, thebalancedsoul.com. This podcast is recorded by Michelle and Tara and is edited and arranged by Sammy Lucan. <laughs>